Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, a guy I've always enjoyed talking Packers football with from PackersNews.com and the Green Bay Press-Gazette, Pete Doherty. Pete, long time no talk. How are you, my friend? Doing well. How are you? Doing well. Pete, I should have asked you this uh, before we came on the air. I'm assuming you were at the game yesterday in the press box at Lambeau. Am I right about that? Yes, I was. Was it as loud as it seemed on TV there in Lambeau, or have I just forgotten what large, loud crowds sound like because we haven't seen them in a year? You know, that's what I thought. I mean, you know, I would have guessed if just going by the noise that the stadium was half full. I mean, it was really loud. Those fans had, uh, you know, the Packers were giving out signs. I don't know what they were made out of, but it looked like a really hard cardboard. And they were hammering those against the bleachers. And they were all spread out throughout the bowl. I think that probably helped, too, because the noise was coming from everywhere. And um, I thought it was really loud. It wasn't loud enough to force silent count, you know, for, uh, for for the Rams' offense. But it was loud enough where you could tell at times where Goff was yelling instructions instead of just speaking them as they have been all season. And I thought it was very loud and a really good atmosphere. And I, you know, it was a it was a real home field advantage in that way. Yeah, are they going to stay with that uh, attendance mark, uh, eighty four fifty six on Saturday? Will they elevate that to your knowledge at all, Pete? The announcement they made earlier, I think it was yesterday or maybe it was today. Was I think it was yesterday? Was I think the same amount that they were making the same amount of tickets available, sixty five hundred. And then I think what they're doing is they're giving, they're also allowing in some of their employees, you know, there's players, families, and uh, employees, and I don't know if they're giving any any to uh, the healthcare workers too. So I think that's where you you, know, you get the number above eight eight thousand. But I do know they were selling, they announced they were selling. I'm pretty sure it was sixty five hundred, which I'm pretty sure is the same number as last week. Talking with Pete Doherty of the Green Bay Press-Gazette and PackersNews.com here on the Rami and Tim Show. It's a Robert Hack Diamonds Green and Gold Monday on the fan. The the play that that really put, I wouldn't say put it out of reach, but the play were, that, that was made in that game where I was like, okay, yeah, the Packers probably winning this game was 
Before the half, Pete, Aaron Rodgers gets away from the pressure and just with a flick of the wrist slings it 30-some yards down the field to Robert Tunyon for, to put them in field goal range and, and even take a couple shots at the end zone after that. And I thought it was just a huge difference, A, a one-score game versus a two-score game going into the half, but B, what that does for the mindset and the momentum of the L.A. Rams. Did, did you feel like, like that changed the, the complexion of the game right there, right when the Rams thought they were starting to get back into it and within striking distance, Aaron Rodgers does Aaron Rodgers things and, and makes it a two-score game going into the locker room instead? Yeah, it was one of you know three or four kind of big points like that, and they were also getting the opening kickoff, which they used to you know teams just love that doubling up thing, scoring you know right at the end of the half and then scoring again to start the second half, because that's kind of a, a free possession there. So sure, that was really big, and um, you know it also just highlighted the difference between the two teams because as much as everything goes, you know that play action all the stuff they're doing on offense and how all that goes together has been huge for the season Rodgers had. That was an instance where, you know, they, there was no time. They were just going to have to drop back and throw the ball, and Rodgers can still do that really well too. And it was just trouble. You just had a lot of trouble seeing the Rams being able to do that on the other side of the ball. It just didn't look like it was in the cards. Aaron Jones, 14 for 99 and a touchdown, a 60-yard run in there, 12 for 65 for Jamal, A.J. Dillon, 6 for 27, buck 88 on the ground. Did that surprise you? It did me a little bit. I didn't, uh, I didn't expect almost two bills on the ground. You know, the, the numbers were really high. I can't, you know, it's pretty hard to ever guess a team's going to rush for 200 yards in a game. But, you know, you kind of figured they were going to come out and run at him. I know I talked with um, a, a coach and a scout who worked in the NFC West, and they're both of them, but especially the coach said, you know, one of the first things he said was, you got to run at these guys. You got to run at Aaron Donald was the way he put it. But, uh, you know, I'm not sure teams actually challenge these guys running the ball down after down after down like the Packers did, and especially with Donald not being at full strength. But even – you know, he's a really good run defender, but he's a 285-pound guy, so it's not like he's a monster in there, so you can move him if you double him. Um, I, you know, the Rams were probably a little more vulnerable to the run than a, lot of, than a lot of people knew, and the Packers, I mean, they run the ball great. I think that offensive line, you know, it, we, we think about or talk about how much Rodgers has benefited from his second season in the system, but I think the same thing goes for the O-line, too. You know, it's like a basketball team with offensive linemen. I mean, that all the timing and the chemistry and all that. And so they got all that stuff down last year. And from week one this year, they were just a different team running the ball than they were last season. Pete, I was watching uh, ESPN the morning after and, and their pregame coverage and talking about the previous day's games, including the Packers. And Rex Ryan, I thought, made, made a really good point. He does that every once in a while. He said, yeah, th- this was a matchup of the number one defense against the number one offense. But I think what we were missing was that the Rams are good in the context of 2020. He said the Packers are a historically good offense. Did, did we underestimate them in, in talking about that matchup being even somewhat even going into this game? Are, are the Packers that good on offense that, that we shouldn't have even worried about the Rams defense as good as it was this season? You know, I'm, I'm just I'm going off the cuff here because I, I didn't think of them that way. Um, they're, they're really good offense. I don't know if I'd have to look at the – I haven't looked at the stats. I, like in 11, they were historically good. I, um, I think they scored that season the third most points ever 
in an NFL season. And I think they were third in average points per game, too, so you're not disqualifying the teams that played before the uh, 16-game schedule. Uh, you know, and I don't know, as good as this offense is, it's still not as just purely explosive as that one was. So that part of it I'm not sure about, but for sure the 2020 contacts thing is is really meaningful. And as good as the Rams were on defense this year, I don't think they were as, as good as the 49ers were on defense last year, let alone those Seahawks defenses from the middle of the decade that got them to however many Super Bowls and NFC Championship games they got to over those several years there. I mean, those were those were really outstanding defenses. The Rams were very good, but they were not of that caliber. Pete, uh, NFC title game here at Lambeau for the first time. Now Rodgers back in Chicago got the win, but then you know Atlanta, and then there's Seattle, and then there's San Francisco, and Somewhere in the middle there, uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, started to bring up bringing this NFC title game into Lambeau, including uh, after last year's loss in San Francisco. Sit back, listen to this. This was Rodgers after the Niners' loss. I've said this before. You know, we got to get one of these at home. It's a different ball game. It's different. You know, playing in uh, twenty degree weather and snow, cold and wind is a different uh, type of game than playing here. Pretty ironic that that may be the weather forecast for this Sunday's game. Your thoughts on how big a motivation that was for Aaron Rodgers, just the mere fact that he's been talking about it and he finally gets it here. Oh, I think it was really big. I, the first time I remember him saying anything like that was after they lost to Atlanta in that, in that uh you know, they got blown out kind of, not kind of, they got blown out in that championship game down there a few years ago after the 16 season. That's the first time I remember him saying, you know, we got to get this game at, at home. So, we, you know, give us a better chance. And uh, the weather, it, it is, it does help them. I know we can go past, you can go back over the last 20 years and they've lost, you know, four or five playoff games at Lambeau during that time. So it's not like it's a guarantees a win, but there were also reasons why they lost. There were some things about those teams were reasons why they lost those games in the cold too. I mean, this team really is offensively built to play in weather like this. White Rogers a good bad weather quarterback, got the big hands, all that stuff, the good arm, the really strong arm to cut through the wind. But the way they run the ball, and especially adding Dylan if they need him, you know, they're they're made they're they're built to play in December and January at Lambeau Field. So I think it's I I personally think it's a, a real advantage for them. When these two teams met earlier in the season, Pete, and talking with Pete Doherty of PackersNews.com here on Rami and Tim, Buccaneers came out on top, but two Aaron Rodgers interceptions, I see that as an aberration. Is, is that an accurate assessment, or do they present problems for Aaron Rodgers, maybe problems that the Rams didn't in, in this past weekend's matchup? The second part I'm wondering about myself, but the first part, um, I mean, for sure, I've been thinking that even since that game that that was the aberration. I mean, not only, he didn't just throw two picks. He basically threw two pick sixes. And what does he have, like three, two or three or four in his whole career? I mean, one right. of them was a pick six, and the other one was brought back to, I think, inside the five. So that's basically two pick sixes. I mean, what are the chances he's even going to throw one, let alone, let alone two like that uh, and against these guys again? I mean, it's pretty low. Now, the Bucks have a lot of talent. They really do. I thought, you know, especially after that game and all through the season, they lost games and had their struggles, Brady learning a new offense, all that stuff. But I thought if you look kind of top to bottom at the best guys on every team's roster, I thought these guys were 
maybe had the most talent in the NFC. So uh, maybe they will end up presenting problems. We'll find out after the second game that there were problems they presented that other teams didn't. But, you know, like everybody, like I'm sure a lot of people out there know, I mean, New Orleans just a few weeks ago beat the Bucks 38-3, to you know, and Tampa Bay comes in and, and wins yesterday. So um, I just, it'll be, I just think it's going to be a, a totally different game. And um, the Packers are playing as well as anybody right now. I mean, I don't think you'll find anybody denying that. No, not at all. Just real quick here, this this Brady Rogers thing. We wanted this in a Super Bowl that didn't line up. Well, this is, you know, pretty much the next best thing. But do you recall a matchup like this that is just from a from a show perspective, from a entertainment value perspective? Forget about the rest of the teams. This is these two iconic quarterbacks going at it with the Super Bowl on the line, really writing an additional chapter of each one of these guys' careers. I mean, I don't recall, you know, maybe Brett Favre coming back facing facing Green Bay or something like that, but this is pretty impressive. I, I love the way this scripted out. You know, I don't know how many times Brady and Manning faced each other in the championship game. I've, I've got to think it was multiple times, um, but I know that that was a really big deal, and those guys were – more in their primes than too. you know, Rogers is playing as well as ever. Brady's pretty still very good, but he's not the guy he was, you know, even three or four years ago. Um, so I, the, the close, you know, the, the similar ones would be those, those Brady Manning matchups. I pretty sure there was more than one. Um, I think those were a really big deal less probably for, you know, people around here cause it's an AFC game and it's not the Packers, but um, this is, you know, this is right there with that. And I'm sure, you know, the TV executives in the NFL have to be just, you know, <laughs> thrilled to death that this is the uh, the matchup for the uh, championship game. You'll find his work inside the Green Bay Press-Gazette, PackersNews.com, on Twitter, at Pete Doherty. Pete, always appreciate the time and the insight. My friend, we'll do it again soon. No, sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys. And he joined us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, breathe. And let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.